Blog Talk Radio. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third generation minister and business coach. Join Steve and his guests to get answers to your questions and help break through to the next level in your business. Hi, this is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. We are so excited to have you here today. I hope that whatever's going on in your life, no matter the circumstances, whether yesterday was the best day of your life or the most disappointing, that for just this next little bit, you can just join with us and celebrate all that is coming up. Um, You know, we talk about it all the time. You've heard me say it over and over again, but I want to tell you specifically, you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you. This is so important to me that I say it to you all the time, and today we're going to specifically focus on you. We're going to discover some of the things that are keeping you from living the best life that you can live. Um, Even if you've been listening for a while, you can start believing some of those things, but you may probably, if you're a human being, have some doubts still. And so today we want to help you break through some of that old thinking and, and really free yourself from some of the things that has you held captive, uh, some of those thought processes. We want to help you discover how to live a released, freed, empowered life. Um, We discover that often people um, are not the people that we want in our lives, that we have surrounded ourselves with people who don't serve us. Have you ever heard the old phrase, birds of a feather flock together? Um, you know, that's that's very true. There's actually a statistic that says that you will become most like the five people you spend the most time with. Um, now, think about that for a minute. Uh, some of those things sometimes you can't change. Um, if you work at a, in a corporation or, or a fast food restaurant, you may not have the choice over who sits next to you or who works at, at the uh, cash register next to you, but what you can choose is who you intentionally spend your time with and and so that you can soar with eagles, or as the old saying goes, not fly around with turkeys. (laughs) So we're going to talk today. We want to discover and help you identify some things that you can do to make a change that will result in a better, most poised you, because we want to help you have the greatest impact in the world. Now, as most of you know, Kathy and I are proud to be members of EWN, that's the E-Women Network, and I am delighted to be part of E-Women Radio Network. So, as a special guest today, the newest host for EWN Radio, Leslie Green, is going to join me. Good morning, Leslie. How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. You know, I love the fact that every day when you get up, no matter what happened yesterday, you can choose to have a good day. You don't have to live where you were 
yesterday, five minutes ago, anything like that. You have choice, and you can move forward. And uh, I just think that's amazing. So uh, I'm doing good today. I, I woke up out of bed and I chose. I did my exercises with my coach, and, uh, and Kathy and I do that together, and that was awesome. And and now I'm just pumped up, and I'm ready to really help some people discover how they might be emotionally tied to people. I know one of your expertises is trust and how sometimes we put our trust in the wrong people or the wrong things. And so we want to really kind of dive into that. Uh, just to start us off a little bit here, Leslie, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, um, the things you've done, and, and what you're all about. All right, Steve. Well, I started off in, as a speech pathologist and then a bilingual school teacher, and then from there headed over to corporate America where I stayed for a very long time. But my heart's desire was really to be an author. I wanted to write and I wanted to share a message with people around what it meant to trust themselves because I've been studying trust now for close to 17 years um, and just have seen what a huge difference it's made in my daily practice of feeling more peaceful and more grounded, more focused, um, more in the present and able to be present not just for the people in my life who are important to me, but also be present for myself instead of running around in this frenetic pace all the time. So um, it was through my practice and studying of trust that I wanted to take it and share it with the world. So that's what I have been doing for the last many years, actually, um, through my blog, book, coaching, and those sorts of things. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of my gig is trust, trusting yourself, um, which goes hand-in-hand hand with loving yourself. So I think we're going to get into some really good material today in your show because I think that there are a lot of people who we allow in our lives, um, and sometimes they just become a habit to stay there, and they're not really serving us all that well. So I'm super excited to talk to you about whatever it is that's going to unfold in the next hour, um, and I'll hand it back to you now, Steve. All right. Well, yeah, that's exciting. I mean, I I, I know... That just came to me, uh, not that it's a new revelation, but I just thought of it as you were talking. It is so important how we how we treat ourselves. Um, you know, it, it's easy to go through a bad situation and and put all the blame on somebody else. You know, somebody did something to me. It's pretty hard to get through life and you know, never have a, a bad conflict with a person. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if we could, but it, it just isn't going to happen. Um, but it's so easy to put all of that on them as opposed to, um, you know, looking inside of ourselves. And I, and I love what you said about the learning to trust yourself because I, I don't know what your experience has been, but I found in my experience that probably some of the most uh, down moments, the 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 things that I regret the most are those times when I didn't trust and listen to my inner voice. Would you say that you find that to be true as well? Oh, yes, I find that um, to be true with, uh, I mean, over years of, and, and I don't keep meaning to bring up clients or anything like that, but it has been years of dealing with people and working with people one-on-one. -on -one. I see it over and over again, 
not just in my own life. I, you know, you kind of wonder, well, are you the anomaly? Are you, you know, when you're looking at yourself and you go, am I the anomaly? Is this just something that is good for me and and works well for me? But then you try it out on others, and then after a while, you go, okay, well, that really wasn't an anomaly. The, this is a pattern I see here, and now let's conduct focus groups and let's conduct research and let's see, you know, how this operates, how trust operates in different genders and different cultures and different countries. And so it's very much a thing that I see is once we put the trust inside ourselves first and understand the internal impact of trust versus an external giving our power away and allowing ourselves to to say, oh, this happened to me instead of this happened for me, and that's more of a you know, if it's for me, it's happening internally versus this is happening to me. This is just kind of a victim mentality and putting it out there to the external. Those sorts of things are huge when we turn them around and start to own who we are and live in our own glory, our own power, and our own self-worth. These are super important things that that I just, I hope that, that people are able to, to practice. And um, it's just so Oh, I can only imagine. Um, you know, I've often said in conflict resolution, and, and I had a mentor that I worked with um, that she was so amazing at this because blame uh, becomes such a huge issue in business dealings. Uh, it's so easy to want to spend our time identifying who's at fault. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so in conflict resolution in a, in a workplace, uh, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working in a regular job, um, often we spend so much time focusing on that blame that we never really get to a place of healing and we leave scars both in ourselves as well as in our relationships with the people we work with. Um, she did such an amazing job of coming to the people and coming to the table immediately and saying, okay, we're not going to assign who's to blame in here. I'm the owner of the company. I am totally willing to uh, to operate under the theory that the fish stinks from the head down um, and take that as a responsibility to remove blame from the table. And now let's talk about um, what we can do to make this a working situation so that we can have a good relationship um, but so that also that productivity is happening here at work, and we're not just spinning our wheels in this in this blame situation. Um, mm-hmm. I just it sticks with me. The first time I saw her do it, it, it was amazing. I, I wish everybody could be a fly on the wall or sitting in a second chair as I was um, watching her just totally disarm a person by eliminating that blame discussion. Um, and the cool part about it is, is how free it was to them, too. Do you know what I mean? Yes, uh, uh-huh. You know, because we get so mired down into that dialogue, you know, that, uh, well, they did such and such, or, well, oh, I'm a bad person because I did such and such, that we never break beyond those inner dialogues to uh, to really – Find a place of productivity. Um, mm-hmm. What what have you found is uh, you know a really impactful way to be able to remove that blame that we carry around 
in our relationships when we're dealing with other people, especially in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So blame, I I put it in a category that's called an add-on. Add-ons are things like blame, shame, guilt, fear, worry, anxiety. Those can all go in an add-on group. And what it is that we're adding on to is actually our what is. So there's um, a technique that I that I teach people, and it's the difference between what if versus what is, and just changing that one little letter from an F to an S. So, and then I'll get back to the add-ons. So if we look at what is, what is is our reality. These are facts as we see them. And our what if is what if he says this, and then what if I do that, and then what if, and what if. And these are the things that keep us up at night. A lot of people call it the monkey mind, Mm -hmm. the monkey chatter. Um, These are the things that create serious insomnia and lack of productivity during the day. Um, And so when we're able to quiet the what-ifs and change them into what-is-is, then we start to feel more grounded in our truth. What happens, though, is when we take the add-ons and we take a what-is and we say, okay, this is my truth, this is what-is, and we start to then put an add-on, and oftentimes the add-on is actually blame, I've noticed. And then it turns right back into a what-if again. It's a sneaky way that what-if actually enters in through the back door when we think we're practicing our mindfulness of being and saying and staying in the what-is. It's funny how it just flips so quickly. So anyway, my uh, a technique that I would recommend that's worked very well for me is leaving the what is what is and leaving the add-ons out of it. Ooh, that's great. I like that. Thanks. Leaving what is is and leaving the add-ons, all the what ifs, the the things you can dream up that could be out of the situation. Um, I like that. We're going to pick back up there right after the break, um, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. 
I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered step-by-step courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve, and I'm here with my special guest, Leslie Green. We're talking about some of those things that happen inside of us that are holding us back and how we are emotionally tied to things in our own life, and then we tie those together to the people that we have around us and how that's really not serving us. Leslie said just before the break um, that often we uh, we approach life from a what-if standpoint. Um, you know, what if this person feels that? What if they're thinking that? Um, as opposed to approaching it from a what is standpoint. What is happening? What is the truth of what went on? Um, And then not then allowing what she called add-ons to to come in and frame our reality in things, especially like blame. Blame is so impactful in our lives and not in a good way. We need to really unpack a lot of those kind of things and, and although I'm using the word unpack as I was thinking about it, I actually almost mean more like pack them up, put them in a box, throw some tape on it, and as Garfield used to do to Nermal, send them to Abu Dhabi. Um, you know, I don't know where Abu Dhabi is, but I think it's a good place for all of those things that we've added on <laughs> that really aren't serving us. So I want to dive a little bit more into this whole concept of living in the what is and the add-ons. Um, we have two things going on, Leslie, that are happening in our lives. There's both the tape that runs in our own head. And come on, let's be honest, people. Uh, We've all got it, okay? We want to pretend we don't. But you're sitting there in the grocery store waiting in line, and you have a certain tape that plays. Uh, You know, you wake up, as Leslie said earlier, with, um, what did you call that, monkey Monkey oh, brain? The monkey mind or the monkey chatter. Mm-hmm. With monkey mind chatter in the middle of the night, and you're playing over and over and over this tape of something that isn't going to serve you, you're not going to get any better. You can work over the situation. Have you ever had this situation? I, I'm sure I'm the only one that does it, but have you ever had this situation where at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, you're having an entire conversation with somebody um, because you just really, really have to say it to them, <laughs> and you just go over it and over and over it, and it doesn't serve you. It doesn't do you any good. That person was in bed asleep resting while you were up, <laughs> in your peaceful sleep, uh, dealing with something that 
to be honest, um, I heard Dr. Phil say one time that we'd probably, our feelings would probably be the most hurt if we knew just how little other people were actually thinking about us. <laughs> um, so I want to dive more into that concept of of these add-ons. Um, I think there's two sides to it. I think there's the stuff we do ourselves, those tapes, and I think there's the things that other people have said to us. Um, and uh, what, what can we do to protect ourselves and identify that we're adding on to uh, to ourselves things that don't serve us? So here's um, here's a thought, Steve. The um, everybody has their favorite guru, um, and everybody has their favorite kind of book that they go to to just kind of ground them. And the thing that's coming to me here is um, one of my favorite books to go to because it's so simple. It's actually the only book that I read every single year. I reread it every spring, and it's The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And the interesting thing about The Four Agreements is that it is so simple you know, here we are, we're running around, we're doing our thing all the time, and then I have to remember, okay, I'm supposed to meditate, I'm supposed to set an intention, wait, I'm supposed to start my day by being grateful, now, let's see, all right, to achieve happiness, I do this, and at the end of the day, I get a little overwhelmed with everything that I'm quote-unquote supposed to be doing, so I'm offering this not to add four more things to people's plates, but just to say that as I like to really just break things down, make them super simple, because these four things are things that I can remember all the time. And the first agreement is to be impeccable with my word. And so everything that I say is is hopefully the truth. It's not even allowing little white lies to enter, but it's not just not lying to others, but it's not lying to myself. So when I'm lying in bed in the morning having that conversation with whomever, or even worse, Steve, when I write an email in my head over and over again and I've constructed this beautiful (laughs) email, um, it's just a big fat waste of time. And so the being impeccable with my words, saying, okay, well, that's another way of being very positive and staying within my what is. The next one, um, the second one, and I may not be saying these in order because I don't have the book in front of me, but it's to not take anything personally. That is my hardest out of the four. And that's why when you were talking about earlier, that well, when I had mentioned the monkey mind and you had kind of played off of that, the monkey mind is the when we take things personally, which goes with number three. These two go hand in hand, not to make any assumptions. All right, so those two, I think, are the meat of the sandwich. I think of those as the meat and the cheese. Those two things, that's what keeps us going, and we're not living in our what is. If I'm constantly making an assumption about, well, did he mean this or did he mean that? And, oh, I bet he meant that, and I'm going to tell him this next time I see him, and on and on and on. And how much have we ever misread a text message from somebody because we don't know what their tone is? So all of this falls under the meat of the sandwich, the not taking things personally, and the not making assumptions. The bread on both ends, the first one was to be impeccable with your word. The last one I think of as the other piece of bread is just to always do your best. So if I'm 
always doing my best. And sometimes my best is knowing when to stop. So I'll have to say I was up until 1 a.m. last night writing a eulogy. Um, Could I have stopped at 12? Could I have stopped at 11? Yes, I probably could have, and I probably should have. But I wanted to do my best, but I didn't know when to say when, and I kept going and I kept going. So there's a lot more than these simple things that sound like, oh, be impeccable with your word. That just means don't tell lies. Oh, do your best. But it's knowing yourself and being true to yourself enough that you know what your best is and when it's time to stop. So there's a lot of meat to all four of those. Even the bread ones have a ton of meat to them. And so that's how, that's my very long answer to your question, but I think that covers a whole lot of bases there. And it's how we stay grounded when we do start to have the tape that you were talking about that runs in our heads and also the things that other people have put in our minds. They really become those assumptions that we're making. I really appreciate that, you know, because I, I think that, um, you know, often we we read a book that's very impactful to us, but then we just make it a uh, another thing on our checklist. Okay, today I'm going to do this, you know, today I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And, um, and we don't really get down to, I like that word, to the meat of it, to the what does that really mean? We've talked a lot this episode already about us inside. And even though uh, some people may feel confused a little bit because the title is about how you are emotionally tied to other people. But what I need everybody to understand is, is that your emotional connection to other people, the way you allow other people to treat you, it all starts from who you are inside, from having done that work on yourself to uh, give yourself permission more than anything to have the genuine, unique you show up every day in the world. That is so hard for us because we all have this uh, persona that we want the world to see us as, and we're afraid that um, that somebody's going to see behind that mask. And the reality of it is, I used to tell my kids, the worst part about lying is that then you have to remember what you said, whereas if you tell the truth, it just is the truth, and you can just keep repeating it over and over again. When we get down to the truth of who we really are, then we don't have to keep reminding ourselves, this is the person I'm pretending to be, (laughs) you know, because we can just bring our whole self to the world. Um, I said it at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to say it again. You are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you. They don't need your version of Tony Robbins or your version of Oprah. Uh, We've got Tony Robbins and Oprah, and they're awesome people, but what we need is you. Um, I, I so appreciate Leslie being on the show today because she's bringing her unique brilliance all of the work that she's done in helping people learn to trust themselves into a conversation for you to help you then build better relationships with other people. Um, And I I just, I want to tell you right up front, Leslie, I really appreciate you uh, bringing your unique brilliance to this conversation um, because it's so important. Well, thank you for saying that. 
Um, and I just appreciate having you ask me to do this so that I'm able to share a message that someone will hopefully hear. And uh, maybe I'm saying something the same exact way somebody else has said it before, but whoever's listening may hear it just a little bit differently. And today it turns into a, well, aha, I get it. And that's what I'm hoping for. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Oh, you're welcome. So I'm often doing this to people, and um, we've even quipped about on the the different episodes that it's not that I don't want you to listen to the commercials, because I absolutely do. I want you to get the information. Um, I I would love for you to uh, think about being a managing director or joining eWomen Network. I'm absolutely for it. And, of course, I would love an opportunity to work with you. So I'm not saying don't listen to these next commercials, but since I know, and I've called you on it before, that you're going to be thinking about other things while you're listening to the commercial, (laughs) I'm going to give you a little two-minute assignment here. I want you to think during this time about the things that you want to begin to say to yourself internally during this commercial break so that we then can come back after the commercial and we can tie some of this in now to going outside of ourselves to dealing with other people. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered step-by-step courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. 
Hey, this is Steve. I'm here with Leslie, and we have been talking to you about discovering how you are emotionally tied to people who don't serve you. And so by this point, you may be questioning yourself. You told me you were going to talk about how other people aren't serving me, and the only person you've talked about so far is me. (laughs) Well, I want to address that. I don't want you to feel too confused by it. The truth of the matter is is that in any conversation, in any relationship that you have with a person, the only person you have control over in that situation, in that conversation, in that relationship is you. You have no control over that other person. Um, You can hope, wish, want, as as Leslie called it, do a whole bunch of what-if add-ons into it, but you have no control over them. But you do have control over yourself. So when we talk about how we approach others, we need to understand that our approach to others can only be to bring the best us forward and then really be honest with ourselves um, and be genuine with the other people around us. So, Leslie, I want to I want to lead in a little bit now to that external. Though we we've done the hard work, we we've identified some of the issues in our life and dealt with them. We're we're learning how to live a, a what is life, um, and then we run into other people and uh, we have those challenging people in our lives. Um, some of them we can't do anything about. You know. Um, a perfect example for a lot of people is either brothers and sisters or mother father kind of situations you know i mean uh, we didn't really ask for the family we were born into and 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 sometimes they're great to us and sometimes because we're so close they're not so great you know what i mean <laughs> um mm-hmm. and uh, uh you know but we have those external relationships and we want to we want to really talk about how do we uh, take that uniqueness of ourselves, that learning to trust in ourselves, and then present it forward in those situations with people who are challenging to us. Can you give us some insight into that? I sure can, Steve. One of the things that I like to do, and I alluded to it at the very beginning, and I'd like to go into it a little bit deeper, is it's an exercise I call two versus four. Um When you're dealing with someone and you're having an interaction and you're sitting there wondering, oh, my gosh, why is this happening? Why, you know, I've told them to please knock before they enter. Um, And they continue to just burst into my office and I'm in the middle. It's not that I, you know, don't want to be social here. It is that I'm concentrating and I'm focusing. Why does this keep happening to me over and over again? And we start to ask ourselves those questions and those are valid questions. But I would encourage us to think about that one little word, too. Why is this happening to me over and over again? And change that to the word for. As annoying as that example was, um, think about why is this happening for me? Because that person, as you had said, we don't control anything else except our choices. We can control ourselves and how we choose to react to a situation. And just by using the technique of changing two to four helps us to shift the way that we perceive and the way that we're looking at a situation. So when I say, why is this happening for me? Well, maybe I'm a person 
who doesn't have a lot of patience in general. And maybe that's one of the lessons that I'm supposed to learn is to have more patience. So by this person continuously doing what I've been asking them not to do, it's having me be, you know, exhibit a little bit more patience. Maybe it's also I don't speak up for myself and I need to figure out a way to meet my own needs and coach someone else in a way that's respectful and not blatantly ugly to remain, you know, positive in these relationships. So there's all of these different reasons why this situation could be happening for us. But if we never stop to ask ourselves the question, then it's back to what you were talking about before. It's back to the blaming. Why is this happening to me? Why are they doing this to me? So that, to me, is one very, you know, simple thing to remember, but it's actually, you know, several steps to an exercise for you to go within and ask yourselves, you know, how can I turn that around and see how how is this working for my higher good, even if it's not blatantly obvious in the beginning. That I, I like that. How is this working for my greater good? Um, and, you know, the thing about it is, is is that not everybody is going to work for your greater good. There are, good point. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I asked a counselor this one time uh, real early on. I think I was a teen, which is probably why it was such a smart aleck kind of a question. But it's like, okay, great. I'm working on myself. I want to be as mature as I can possibly be. But what do you do with the people who have no interest in being a tour. You know, they just, they're out there just being all, all over the, you know, over the world, you know, (laughs) spreading their chaos everywhere they go. Um, You know, and, and the truth of the matter is, is there are those people out there. Um, I mean, maybe the, uh, the cashier at the, at the grocery store is having a bad day and that's why she was snippy with you. Maybe, there are those people that are just grumpy people, you know. I don't know why, but here's the thing. I don't really want to know why. And why I don't want to know why is because I don't want to give that person any more of myself than I have to. Does that make sense to you, Leslie? Do you know what I mean by that? Oh yes, um, I do. I hear you wholeheartedly, and I think that's where the the when you're asking the um, why is this happening for me? I think it's one of the reasons. Sometimes could be it's happening for me so that I love myself enough to know that I no longer need this person in my life. They are not serving my higher good. And I mean, I've got a. a pretty vulnerable example. I don't know how much time we have later. Maybe I'll share it. But, um, you know, there there was an example of someone in my life who was not serving me well as much as I wanted to keep her in my life after years, and it was a very difficult decision to make. But when I kept asking myself, why is this happening to me, turned it around to for me, and it was like, wow, um, yes. It was so that I could love myself and trust myself enough to know that this person is not serving me well and I need to exit from this relationship. And boy, the freedom you feel when you know that you've made the right decision for your higher good in that moment, 
you can just, I mean, you start to breathe immediately more easily and, and you're just gentle with yourself. You wonder what took you so long the whole time. You know, why had she been in my life since we were four years old? You know, sometimes it's just a bad habit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You know, I mean, the the old saying, the only thing worse than spending 30 days or 30 years or whatever the time frame is with somebody that isn't treating you right is to spend 31 days with somebody that isn't treating you right. Um, <laughs> when we know better, we do better. <laughs> and none of these phrases are mine. They all are stolen from somebody else. And some of them I, I've used so often, I don't even remember where they came from. But it's so true. Um, Maya Angelou, baby, on that last one. Okay. <laughs> Which makes mm-hmm. total sense because Kathy loves Maya Angelou. In fact, our mm-hmm. youngest daughter's name is Maya after Maya oh. Angelou. Total side note How has cool nothing to do with that? the show, but totally worth it. <gasps> um and uh so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh you know, if I say Maya Angelou quotes without even knowing it all the time. Um mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so important for us to love ourselves enough to to be willing to take care of ourselves in a way that serves us and also realize sometimes the best thing you can do for people is to just let them go live their life. Um, The difference between codependency and healthiness or independence or, you know, I mean, I've heard a lot of different phrases, but the difference is a a codependent feels like if they stick it out in the relationship that they're going to somehow make things change. You know, it's that control thing. It's like, I I know that my presence here is going to make this situation different, you know, and and they feed off of each other. Uh, Whether you're the positive person or the negative person in that relationship, um, you know, that's, that's the way codependency ends up working. And that's why I love the word independence Uh, When we get to the place where we declare our independence and we say, I want to live my best life, and sometimes the way for the persons that I love in my life to live their best life is to let them go live their best life. And um, if we're meant to connect back up, we will. And, And if we're not, uh, you know, spend a few minutes uh, mourning that. Um, but then don't let that become, uh, again, as the old saying goes, your tombstone. Let it be a stepping stone. Let it be a way. I love that, Leslie, uh, that you said, how does this work for me? What can we discover in a situation with another person that is negative that we can help it to work for us to make us a better version of ourselves? Uh, How empowering is that? I mean, really. (laughs) Uh, So what I'd like to do, again, challenging you during the break, is to think to yourself about the five relationships that are the five people you spend the most time with. Now, some of you, that may be uh, family members. You know, it may be your spouse or a parent. Um, It may be your children, you know, in families. That's often the case. But then ask yourself, okay, from those five people, what is this relationship with them? How is that for me? 
So take this break and think about that. Think about not why is this happening to me, but what is this doing for me? How is this serving me? And then we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the context, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Hi, this is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered, step-by-step, courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, this is Steve. Leslie and I have been talking to you about discovering how you are emotionally tied to people who don't serve you, and we have shocked you all hour long by talking the whole time about you. <laughs> and that's really the truth of it. Leslie, I want to just take a couple of minutes here and uh, talk about you uh, and what people can do to work with you or hear you on your new show or, or those kind of things. Tell us a little bit about what you've got going on. All right, Steve. So the name of my radio show that I'll be starting on February 18th, that'll be the debut show, it's called Love, Trust, and Pixie Dust, which, by the way, is also the name of my book. Um, And one thing to note about the, the title there is I often get, oh, my gosh, that's the cutest little title ever, The Pixie Dust. And yeah, I guess I guess it is cute. Maybe that's why I, I just thought it had a nice ring, the whole Peter Pan um bit about the love trust and pixie dust. But um the pixie dust is actually quite deep. 
and um, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. You actually kind of have to weave through the book a little bit, and, and we'll discuss it on the radio station as well, or the radio show. But um, the pixie dust is actually something very deep that's embedded within each of us, and so I'm very eager to kick that off later on this month and start sharing how to love ourselves, trust ourselves, and discover that magic, that pixie dust that each one of us has within ourselves. The easiest way to learn about me, what I do, is probably to just visit my blog. It's a one-stop shop for everything. And um, pixiedustradio.com will take you there. That's a lot easier to remember than my blog name, although I'll go ahead and tell everybody the blog name is called Trust Life Today. I've been writing it for a long time in, in terms of blogger years. Back, I started it at the end of 2010. Um, but the easiest way to get there, that's the catchiest way to remember, is pixiedustradio.com. And from there you can see uh, workshops that I hold in the Dallas area, as well as private one-on-one coaching and different events where I'm speaking, um, mostly around Texas, but occasionally I branch out uh, to the east and west coast as well. So there you have it, Steve. That's awesome. Pixiedustradio.com. I encourage you guys to to check that out and see what other things Leslie could offer to to add your life, what she can do to help you, what's in there for you. See, we learned something today. Um, mm-hmm. and, and also, check out her radio show. It's uh, going to start on the 18th. Um, and what time, of, what time of day is it that? It will be um, Wednesdays at noon Eastern time. Okay, so it starts at the same time of day, whatever time zone you're in, um, as this show starts, but on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. So listen to me on Tuesday and then listen to Leslie on Wednesday. And um, and, and that'll be a great way to either start your day or have lunch if you're on the East Coast or what have you. So we have talked just a ton this hour about you and about trusting yourself and about looking at things and how they serve you. Um, And I want to encourage you with some things that you can do that are practical to help you identify and release the messages that you have about people and relationships that you're in with right now um, so that you can live your best life ever. So, Leslie, could you give us a couple of tips on ways of identifying those those if times that we're having with people uh, or those two times rather than four times? The easiest way to recognize when those times are happening is to notice your feelings. And if you're feeling anxious, worried, scared, angry, anything that falls in that bucket underneath each one of those is actually a fear. Fear is at the foundation of any of those things, shame, blame, guilt, all of those, the add-ons. So when you feel the feeling, and you don't even have to identify what that feeling is, but you know that it falls in that bucket versus the bucket of happiness, love, content, peace. Those are very different buckets that we immediately feel even if we don't or can't put the language and the word to them at the time. So just feel the feeling and in that moment when you feel that they are in the fear bucket, all I would ask you to think to do, remember I like to keep things very simple, I would ask you to take a very deep breath. 
And the reason that I want you to take a breath is because it's within that breath that we actually create a gap. And I want you to create the gap because in that gap you are able to inject something. And what you're injecting is your consciousness. You're actually injecting your intention. So is your intention to be angry right now? Is it your intention to be scared about something? And if it is, that's fine. Feel that feeling of anger. Feel that feeling of fear until you're able to work through it, which is about usually, from a physiological standpoint, it's usually about 60 seconds. After that point, it's a choice whether you choose to continue to be angry or not. So just think about, take that breath, and the purpose of the breath is to create the gap. And in that gap, you're injecting into that gap your consciousness so that you can set your intention. Insert that consciousness. I like that. Um, Take a gap. Um, it, It really is the difference between responding to a situation and reacting. Um, When you react, you just let the whole world control you and just whatever emotion comes to you first, you just hit the wall with it. Um, Whereas when you respond, I like that. Take that breath um, and really take a minute and then decide. Uh, Remember we said earlier, the only person you can control in any environment, in any situation is you. You don't have any control over those other people. Um, So Take that time and and then decide. Uh, I would say my tip is when you're thinking about people that you're emotionally tied to is to really ask yourself that four question. I I like that phrase that you used uh, with that, Leslie, to what is this doing for me? Um, And if at the end of that thought process, the only things that are coming to your mind are still negative things, it means one of two things. It either means, A, um, you're not at a place where you um, can be in this relationship in a positive way, or two, it means that this person just really is not a positive influence in your life. Um, So my tip is I give you permission to be okay with releasing people in your life that aren't there to help you grow. Life goes by so quickly, and and, and it, we want it to be the best it can for you. I mean, you don't have to spend your time investing your time in people who aren't helping you be the best version of yourself. Leslie, do you have one more uh, quick tip that people can do um, anytime they're in situations like that to really bring out yes. um, you know, their inner is? Mhm. Uh, I would say one one tip that's a real fast one is to think about the activity that you choose to do in your free time and is it enriching versus escaping. And so um an enriching activity might be walking out in nature, you know, sitting quietly with a cup of tea, whatever fills you up versus escaping. Often I escape into Facebook. 
and Facebook is fine, and I think it's actually wonderful for me to look at it because I like to see the first day of school, what my girlfriends around the country, I like to see what their kids are wearing or, you know, the day after Halloween, what their kids were the evening before and all that. I like to see that. But you know when you cross that line, and now I've started to escape, and I'm there much longer than is good for my higher good. So just being aware of an enriching activity versus one that's escaping. And just to say that a lot of people escape with other things, you know, wine, food, things that potentially turn into addictions. Facebook also potentially could turn into an addiction. So that's the difference between those two. And they're usually very easy to differentiate between them. I like that. What am I escaping into? I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a matter of there aren't those times when you need to just completely unplug. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just go essentially brain dead and watch a really funny comedy or something that mm-hmm. is not going to, you know, it's not going to advance you. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That's good. But when it, I, I like the way you said that, when it becomes something that stops being entertainment and becomes escaping from something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that that's really good to watch out for, and, um, and and I like the empowering side of that too. You know, many of you know that that Kathy and I both are on a on a really fun and challenging weight loss journey right now. And uh, you know, we make those choices every day to get up and do our exercises first and to eat right and and those kind of things because they serve us. They make us better people. They give us more energy. So um think about the things that you can do to serve you and uh and the ways that you can uh, recharge yourself. Well, we've hit the end of the time already. I can't believe it went by so fast. Leslie, I appreciate so much you spending this time with us today. Um, and I do encourage everybody to listen to Leslie on her radio show. Check out pixiedustradio.com. Thank you so much for being here with us, Leslie. Thank you for having me, Steve. It was wonderful. And I encourage all of you that are listeners to uh, take the time today to remember that you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose, that the world needs you. Have a great day and be a thriving entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. This is Steve Kidd, the host of Thriving Entrepreneur. I want you to know you are uniquely brilliant, created for a purpose. The world needs you, and we want to help. I work with my wife, Kathy, and together we form the business development super team, Thrive Business Development. We are here to provide you with well-researched business strategies and empowered step-by-step, courageous coaching to help you avoid overwhelm and break through to the next level of your business. Just for listening to the show, we want to give you a free gift. All you have to do is email steve at 
youthrive.com. We will help you get a free gift and access to specials from all of our guests. That's Steve at wehelpyouthrive.com. Let us help you be a thriving entrepreneur today. at least. Oh, there it went. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later. All righty. Bye, Steve. Bye.